everyone let's go Brandon <laughs> welcome to from a particular point of view I am Dale if you would like to uh, get a hold of me respond comment questions you know whatever email me at watercooler comments watercooler comments at hotmail.com or watercooler comments at gmail.com either way it still works just fine I'm finding myself liking Gmail a little better because Hotmail. Uh, if I want to respond to a bunch of um, <clears throat> people saying that I, if I give my address and bank routing number and whatnot to them, they will give me like five million dollars or something like that. <sighs> anyway, you get the idea. <laughs> um, this uh, is a uh, kind of a well, any time of to an American, any. September 11th weekend or right around there is, is sombering to, uh, to, to many. Um, but also to, uh, to the Brits, it's both um, a very sad time as well as, I guess, a, a happy time. I mean, I have very distant members of family, I guess, over there still. I don't know. Um, uh, I mean, I think on my mother's side, I'm British or something like that. I don't know. But uh, anyway, we will go over the, uh, the 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 passing of a legend here uh, very soon, and what that entails, and other information stuff that um, that uh, in, in deals with that. But uh, and also um, as part of the sombering thing, we're going to go over a little bit. Well, 
main part of it would be about uh, remembering 9-11, the, the terrorist attack on, uh, you know, back in the, the day. Uh, anyway, but uh, before that, I'm going to go over some news bits of the week that uh, I find interesting or whatever. Either informative, interesting, entertaining, stupid, you get the idea. The very first one is, I guess, apparently um, AOC, uh, something Alessio Cortez, you know, the bartender from New York or wherever she's from, but she was a bartender, which kind of makes you wonder how she got, well, it, it kind of gives you an idea about how she got voted in. After all, when you're dousing people tequila and beer or vodka or whiskey or whatever, you know, you get them drunk. I'll vote for you, sure. <laughs> and of course, I also know that uh, I understand that 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 um, people who are intoxicated tend, tend to tip really well. So maybe that's where she got her her money to run for Congress or something. Yeah. So anyway, she's a very peculiar young woman. Uh, anyway, uh, it was in the news, it came out in the news earlier this week that uh, she says that she can't become president because too many Americans hate women. Yeah. Um, the last thing I knew, there's actually like, what, 51 point something more women in America than men. So it's not that. Actually, the last thing I heard is that um, technically she cannot run for president now because she's too young. I think I heard on a podcast or radio program or something recently, or not recently, it's been a little bit ago, that when the idea of the Democrats putting her up there first came out, you know, some months ago, it was because uh, she was too young, and pretty much if she did win um, the presidential election, she would become uh, old enough legally just before the inauguration. I mean, we're talking just before, I think. I didn't even know when her birthday is. That's what I was hearing. Pardon the barking in the background. My neighbor's dog, every now and again, gets a little bit rambunctious. So anyway, um, yeah, according to her, we Americans hate women, which is interesting because, again, at least half, if not more than half, of the, of, of, of the country is are, are, are women. So... I just had to sit out there because it's just ridiculous. She says the most, I mean, her and Biden, I'm sure, get along really well because they both say the dumbest things. Oh, my gosh. Some of the crap that they say is just like, you know, because I know with, with us, with normal people, we say things, and every now and again we'll say something that's, like, really dumb, and it sounds great in our heads, but when we say it, it's like we stop and think, it's like, yeah, I should have said that. It sounded much better in my head. It should have stayed there. Apparently she doesn't have that filter, which, okay, whatever. Anyway... Um, it's been in the news recently about Steve Bannon, and I forget who he is right now. He's connected with Trump somehow, and apparently he turned himself in because I guess there was some fraud going on um, about collecting money for the, uh, you know, for the Southern Wall. And yes, if he's involved in fraud on the Southern Wall, well then he should pay the price, whatever that is, whether it's jail time, fees, uh, house arrest, whatever. No matter what party you are, if there's fraud going on, yeah, you should pay the, pay the penalty of of doing that. Uh, but however, um, <laughs> as I understand it, the people who are who want him don't want him because of the, I guess the small potatoes allegedly of of frauding 
people for money to build the southern wall uh, on the border of Mexico, of course, southern wall, anyway, they, they want him for the, uh, the, the alleged insurrection, the riot. Uh, I've been hearing that the hot new term is for J6, January 6th, which is, is okay, kind of rolls off the tongue, <laughs> so to speak. So yeah, they want him for J6 and not necessarily for defrauding people out of money to build a wall or to pocket it. But anyway, so, and I can see getting, yeah, if he actually did defraud people, because I guess he said, what, three or four million, I think, went in his pocket allegedly because he defrauded people from money going to the, was supposed to go to the wall, didn't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but if they want to get him, nail him for the J6, it's like, Nothing, I mean, nothing illegal happened on J6 to a certain degree. I mean, all the patriots that were there, and they were patriots, well, most of them. There's some idiots in there, but anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll continue on that. Uh, <laughs> I, I will probably do a special anniversary of J6 in January, where it belongs, I guess. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I just think that... Uh, Bringing him in for, for tax fraud is like, uh, there's a gangster, I forget who the heck his name is, back in what, the 30s or 20s or 30s or something like that, and and he was guilty of all kinds of stuff, but they couldn't get him on anything. They finally, eventually, got him on, on, on tax fraud, and they got him on that. I think they got sent to Alcatraz or something like that. I forget it right, I don't remember his name, but I think it's the same way with him. Um, they, the Democrats want to nail everyone and anyone connected with J6. I mean, if you were there, if you thought about going there, if you wanted to go, I mean, unfortunately, for the Democrats to have their perfect utopia of a perfect, perfect thing, um, probably several hundred thousand people would be in prison. And Trump would be, I guess, dead because they'd want to execute him, I guess. That's, I mean, I'm just kind of thinking what Democrats would want. Unfortunately, my brain can't quite think that bad, that twisted. Anyway, um, <laughs> finally on here, uh, and I think that's my last little bit of, uh, yeah, my last little, well, it, my last piece other than after this is kind of a segue-ish, whatever. Or sort of. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, it's been the news recently again that um, there is a, a, a Las Vegas politician, and this is the way a lot of liberal people, a lot, the one, the liberal news sources that did mention this story, called him a, uh, just, they just mentioned a, uh, a representative, I think? I think, just a representative, or a politician, uh, apparently stabbed to death a, uh, a journalist uh, who uncovered some dirt on him. I guess this man, uh, Rob Tellis, tells, whatever, um, I guess he lost either a primary or election or something. And apparently he blamed a journalist, uh, Jeff German, I think his name is, uh, on his loss. And there is actually evidence connecting uh, Rob Tellis to the stabbing death of this journalist. And the interesting thing about this, of course you guys, if anybody else knows out there, knows me well enough to know my disdain for journalism, modern journalism, whatever you call it, you know, progressive, left-wing, you, you get the idea, CNN, NBC, um, so a lot of Fox, you get the idea. Well, as I was looking for this information, 
to confirm, I have noticed there was a couple pieces there on uh, uh, Politico and Yahoo News. Yahoo News, that's so funny. Anyway, it's, it's kind of funny how both of them just said a politician. And it was only, I think, right under that one was, I think, Christian News, or actually said a Democrat did this. I think it's kind of funny how, you know, how they, they the, the different um, news sources, of course, they pick and choose how they want to describe the perpetrator or accused or whatever. You get the idea. And because uh, they, uh, there is, when I was listening to the radio this week, they mentioned about Rob Tellis, but the funny thing is they hinted they they mentioned about him being a Demo, uh, about him being a politician, but I don't I don't think they ever really mentioned about him being a Democrat at all. I don't remember that. It was only until I got started researching online. I think maybe once I heard a squeak out about maybe him being a Democrat, but other than that, they pretty kept that pretty tight lipped. They just didn't want to mention about that, which I think is uh, anyway. It's ridiculous. So yeah, um, so there's still that's an ongoing thing. But this the idea that the, um, the the liberal media doesn't they want to keep that tight lip they don't want to let it be known that that one of their own actually killed somebody a journalist because in most cases journalists are the golden child I mean the journalists protect Democrats ask Donald Trump <laughs> you know and with me that's one of my things you know because I did take journalism in college. One thing I really do like is is hearing news on the radio or podcasts or whatever, and and especially especially radio news. Uh, usually, I listen to just because of the station I listen to, um, either Fox Radio News or CBS Radio News, and just listen to what they say, how they say it, how they edit it, the words that you you, you get the idea. I mean, it, it's it's kind of funny sometimes. It takes an ear to hear joy or hear depression or hear sadness in radio reporting but if you know what to listen for and how how they say it and what they say you can either hear the sadness or the pure ecstasy the joy you know especially with fox news they have the different uh sound bites that go along with the with the reporting depending on what they're reporting on with breaking news it's ta -ta -ta -ta, or some dramatic sound effect breaking news and usually it's anti-trump stuff usually Item or something like that. So anyway, so uh, Democrat Rob Tellis, um, yeah, he stabbed to death multiple times, as I understand. Um, Jeff German to death. He said death. Anyway, you get the idea. And of course, the news really isn't saying a lot about it, so uh, which isn't very surprising. Finally, the last news piece here, um, which again, like I said before, is is if you're if you're British. Or have feelings for the the English people. Um, last, I think Thursday is what it was. Queen Elizabeth II, the Queen, the Queen Mother, she passed away. Uh, as I was going to work that morning, they put on the news there about how um, they are summoning all of the royal family to her bedside. Um, An interesting thing about that is I know that sometimes, um, even if you summon people to a bedside of a person who's sick, the person who is sick may or may not pass away quickly. It may take days or weeks for that to happen. And I was talking to a gentleman at work, and we were discussing that. It's like, okay, and not, I'm trying not, not trying to make it morbid, but it's the idea of, okay, how long do you think it'll go before she passes? Again, it could be hours, it could be days, you know, who really knows? 
um, crazy enough is that within hours of me hearing that, I think within, what, three or four hours, uh, they mentioned that the uh, Queen Elizabeth II actually did pass away, which is, is sad. Um, for 70 years, she was the rock uh, of the, the English people. And as I understand it, uh, she was working like up to the day before or two days or so before she passed away, as I understand it, uh, what Wednesday, I think is what it was. Wednesday, uh, she wanted to go to a meeting, Zoom meeting or something like that. And her doctor says, no, your highness, your majesty, whatever, proper, you know, you, you, you're not doing well, you need, you need to lay down. And she, I guess she had to, they had to convince her, no, you can't do this because you're not doing well. And I guess she finally, okay, fine, I'll take a day off or whatever. And um, the next day, she was laying in the hospital bed, not doing well at all. And a few hours, you know, I guess around, I think it was like 10-ish or so o'clock their time, or something like that. She, you know, that right after they summoned everybody, they, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for her sake and for the sake of the royal family that actually everyone who was supposed to be there got to be there to say goodbye. Um, you know, for 70 years, she was the rock of the English people. She worked until just about the day she died. Um, she was just an amazing person. I mean, granted, I'm a huge patriot, of course, as my background flag, you know, um, and we kicked the English butt back in 1776-ish. Well, okay, it wasn't quite. Anyway, you get the idea. <laughs> but the English people are a close kin to Americans. I mean, we are cousins. We are brothers, sisters, you know, just, we were, you know, we are related to the English, you know, and most Americans, many Americans are, well, English and German, Italian, you get the idea. And so, um, to hear of her passing <clears throat> did make me kind of sad as she died at 96 and, uh, well, people knew that she was, you know, she was getting sick. I'm getting to be in 96 is enough, but she'd been failing in health for quite some time. So, it wasn't a fast and quick thing. It was, it was, you know, kind of, you know, we, everybody was coming. Whether or not she was in pain, I don't know. I'm sure somebody does. But um, <clears throat> anyway, so the only thing that kind of throws me about that is, um, is I guess with the English, they immediately, I mean, immediately go from, from Queen Elizabeth, and the moment she passed away, I guess by the second, immediately. Her son, um, Prince Charles, was immediately, of course, on her death, promoted to king, which isn't a bad thing, you know. Uh, unfortunately, one thing that kind of gets me, now, I don't have any huge allegiance to to the, the throne of England, English people or the Brits or nothing like that, but to me, what's kind of sad is, I guess there's supposed to be an official 10-day mourning period for uh, death of royalty. And so I expect for 10 days for the English to be in mourning, you know. There's supposed to be some huge state funeral with all the bells and whistles, which, yeah, you know, invite all the world leaders, um, even maybe leaders who maybe aren't presidents or kings or whatever. You know, if you're an important person, if you're a very VIP, then you, hey, can I come? Or if you're invited, yeah, sure, come on, you know, type thing. Um... But the thing that got me is, I mean, like the next day, they're, you know, hail to the king, hail to the king, you know, God save the king, yay, King Charles. It's, it's like, dude, her body is 
not even cold yet and you're praising your king what i just is it just me or i mean i thought it was kind of cold-hearted but again i'm not english i have english somewhere back in my line but it's like that just i don't know it was kind of i thought it was kind of crazy i i didn't like it but um but one thing i did hear that i i did like i thought it was kind of cool it was apparently there is a a title that is given and i guess this title because right after it happened I was listening to um, a radio show or something, or was it, or a podcast or something, or streaming or whatever it was. And I guess um, it, was, it was somebody who was uh, close to the queen, um, like the head of her royal guard or something like that, uh, who was saying that there is talk about um, making, uh, giving her the title of great. So it would be Queen Elizabeth, uh, well, I guess, Queen Elizabeth the Great. And I guess in order for her to obtain this title, she has to get, it has to be voted on by like either most of parliament or it has to be unanimous, one of the two. So that is the, the, the talk I've heard is that um, if she does get this, again, she will be Queen Elizabeth II the Great of England or something like that. So anyway, um, so um, my sympathies toward... Um, Toward the people who who well, my sympathies right now toward the royal family for losing their mother, their grandmother, um, and uh, my I guess I'm happy for Charles. I mean, I was never a big fan of Prince Charles. I mean, him and Diane never quite get along very well. So especially after a few years after they got married, but that happens with public figures who get married. So. Um, as I understand it, though, so that Prince Charles, Prince Charles, now King Charles, <laughs> um, that he did do a, I heard part of it, is a quite nice speech um, about, you know, the passing of his mother. And, um, and I really enjoyed how he, you know, calling her mum, which is cool because you expect uppity uppity royalty to go, mother. Hear him just say, you know, mama, mum, is, is more of a um, common, more of a loving way to put, you know, the person who bore you, so to speak. So he, met, uh, I guess he also uh, mentioned about um, about William, who was uh, the next in line. Because I mean, kind of wonder how much longer Charles is going to hold. I mean, he's not a spring chicken. He's seventy something. I mean, something could happen, and that means William is in line. So you know, and they also mentioned um, Harry and 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 Morgan or whatever his wife. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, and and I guess the cool thing is that um, after he got promoted to king, um, Charles went in and promoted uh, William and Kate, I think, uh, as the prince and, and princess of Wales. Which is so now his son has the same title that um, he had when he was younger. You know, when he I guess married. Diana or whatever. So anyway, uh, my sympathies go out to the British people for losing their loving long-term monarch, Elizabeth II. And uh, good on you, I guess. Congratulations for obtaining a king. The first king in like, what? Well, since since Princess you know, Elizabeth's dad or something like that. Anyway, so now the English people have a king. Yay! I Yes, as an American, okay, good for them. Sure, why not? <laughs> anyway, 
Now comes, um, yeah, the, the the one that's little. What this the head of this thing? What what this is all about? This this episode. Um, to people who are who can remember, um, the people who are older than what twenty five years old or something ish, something like that. Because um, it's depending on your age as to you know you always remember where you were when a significant event happened um so you know some people remember where you know about pearl harbor maybe i think they're maybe they're all past now because it's you know but some people remember the moon landing or when jfk got shot you know but those are all too old for me because i think i was at the moon landing i think i was like just a baby, taller at best, so I don't remember that. And when JFK got shot, I was, I think I was still a couple years from being born, I think. So, 9-11 um, is one thing, but in our generation, you know, you remember what you were doing when that happened. Um, I was, was living, unfortunately, in the same town I am now, and uh, just a different place. And I was watching, I was going to, getting ready to go to work, and I was watching the news, and that's when it, you know, I, it might have been back when CNN was actually good. Now they, they suck, of course, but um, I don't remember CNN or what it was, but uh, it went from, we now interrupt this program to bring you breaking news, and it showed, of course, smoke coming out of the the first tower that got hit. I don't remember which tower that was. Um, so, but uh, I was like, Wow, okay, because at first they didn't know what happened, as I recall. They didn't know, was it an accident? Um, was it intentional? Did uh, you know? Uh, did the pilot have a heart attack? Did something go wrong with the plane? You know, accidental type of stuff. Um, and, of course, not long after that, the other plane hit. And you can kind of tell the way it was going that, okay, that's not an accident. Besides two planes hitting the Trade Center, you know, within moments of each other, Holy cow, that just doesn't happen, you know. And uh, and, and at first, as I recall, um, there wasn't a lot of attention toward the Pentagon or toward Shanksville, Pennsylvania, um, for some reason. And, you know, so anyway, uh, it was still going, you know, still smoking. You know, and I was going to work with the images in my head of both these buildings on fire from, like, I forget what floor it was, but they're kind of equal to each other or whatever and um, and I just remember I don't remember if it was the first one or the, la or the second one that actually I was just a few blocks from my from my work I heard on the radio that the second one one of one of them fell I think it was the second one fell and it's like wow what wow I mean that's when you knew things were going to change and it just it's mind blowing to think about it. it's like what, who did this why did they do you know what in the world i mean it, of course your mind raced about a, a million different things you know who what why where what we had so many answers or so many questions and no answers at least no good ones uh there was questions about many things um conspiracies popped up which is both good and ugly good and bad ish whatever uh, one thing they did figure out is that uh, 19 Muslim terrorists um, did all this between uh, all four planes, the two planes that hit the World Trade Center, the plane that hit the Pentagon, 
and the plane that landed in Pennsylvania. Um, and that's one thing about, about what happened on 9-11 is that it wasn't just an American thing, a tragedy. It was actually a world tragedy because World Trade Center, everybody, you know, many people worked there, not just Americans, you know, of all, you know, there was no, there was no, it wasn't a hit on white, black, gay. There, there, it just like the terrorist didn't give a squat what color your skin. They didn't give a squat if you were gay. They didn't give a squat. Well, they might have cared if you're a Christian, because I understand Muslims, I don't really like Christians or, or, or Jewish people. Anyway, the one thing they hated, I guess, is just being American. I guess that's the, the huge thing that they were after, is all those Americans or, or, or capitalism, which I guess, as I understand later on, is why they hit the World Trade Center. Well, that's one the first place they hit. Anyway, at the World Trade Center, 2,750 lives were lost of all different shapes, sizes, varieties, nationalities. Well, I'm not sure about nationalities, but there were, I know there weren't just Americans there. There were many nations there. Um, people, innocent people, you know, at World Trade Center. Uh, at the Pentagon, um, according to the information I got, is uh, 184 people lost their lives at the Pentagon. In Pennsylvania, uh, 40 people, um, as I understand it. Now, the rumor had it, and I'm going to say rumor because I really haven't found, I haven't looked a lot into this, but it was thought it was a thought that um, that the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania, actually, it, it had turned around, and the thought was it was going to it was going to be the plane that was going to be crashing into the White House. That was, I believe, the thought, considering that both World Trade Centers were down. Uh, the Pentagon was hit, and then of course, if that plane had done it, it had hit where it's supposed to go, it would have, you know, went into the uh, the White House allegedly. Um, and, and why? I can only think that either there was no one brave enough on the plane going to the, going to the Pentagon, or um, or maybe they just didn't know what was going on. Uh, maybe the uh, maybe the um, the the, the guys with the knives, the terrorists, whatever. Maybe they just came out too quickly. Maybe if they would have waited a little bit longer, you know, um, you know, maybe 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 you wouldn't we would have a damaged White House. Maybe the president would have would have actually it would because actually at that time the president it was President Bush, I believe, the younger one, I think. Um, he wasn't even there. He was at a school, I think, reading to kids or something like that. Um, so, but luckily we had some very brave people on the plane that was going, it was, they crashed in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, very brave people. Um, they knew what was in stake. They knew what was, you know, they, they knew, uh, what would happen. They were prepared for it. Um, I can only guess maybe they were Christians because as I, you know, at least in my personal opinion, Christians, um, they're not suicidal, but they're really not afraid of death. After all, when you die, you're, you know, you're closer to seeing Jesus. Besides, as I always thought about it, is like if God, if God plans your death, you're going to die whether you like it or not, you know. And if He doesn't want you to die, you're going to die until until He's ready for you to die. Anyway, so. Yeah, we had um, yeah, uh, a total of 
2,974 innocent people uh, killed between World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and Pennsylvania. And then we had 19... I would like to give some really descriptive, adjective type of phrases to to describe about these people. I mean, they were people. However, I call them scumbags, putting it very nicely. Um, yeah, they were just they, they haters. I mean, um, some of the extreme Muslim people are just terrible people. Um, they're people that, that a lot of liberals look at Christians as, as, as I've been, ex been exposed to. <laughs> Um, I guess it's the idea they, you know, again, some of these Muslim people hate um, Christians, um, hate, well, they, they tolerate maybe Christians because some of them, as I understand, they, they do see Jesus as a prophet, just not a big one, maybe a minor prophet, I don't know. They hate the Jews uh, and they, they hate America. They hate us, they hate our system, they hate capitalism, I guess, and um, you know, and then right after that, right after days after it happened, I kept I started seeing things on on the news. I don't know if it's like, well, I started I forget what on the somewhere on the internet there are taught there are stories about how um, a a Budweiser guy I think or some beverage dude I know it was Budweiser Coors whatever some beer beverage whatever. Um, th as it happened, as the events happened, he went. Uh, this guy went into a. Um, a, a convenience store um, that was owned by Muslim people, I guess, people from the Middle East, and they were celebrating. They were they were on, looking on their TV, watching the smoke rise from the destruction or the towers or whatever. And they were hooping, hollering, Al Akbar, Al Akbar, and just really enjoying what they were viewing. And as it is, um, the beverage guy saw this amazed and immediately called his boss and they canceled the contract for the convenience store. And as the story goes, is that the the contract to the convenience store was like the main contract for that store. Because I guess the beverage distribution company provided them with beer, soda, bottled water, juices, you get the idea, like all their stuff. And I guess that was like most of their sales was that new distribution company. And I guess they pulled that and as the story goes, they went bankrupt. The store closed down, which I don't know how true that is, but it's kind of cool to think about that way. Uh, but since then, you know, it, it, we've gone through the um, the idea of never forget, never forget 9-11, never forget, always remember, which is great. I mean, every year, at least in this little town, um, go, to the, go to the county courthouse and have a sombering memorial for 9-11. You know, a couple of... Um, of Fire trucks will hold their ladders up, have a big American flag on there. They will have lay wreaths down. Um, you know, I probably some of the bigger memorials will actually name off, you know, all 2,974 victims of this heinous crime. You know, and every I think every town, every from small town to large city probably has one. At least they used to, but things have changed now. Um, it's not near, it's not there like it used to be. And um, it, it's different. Um, and, and what kind of gets me now is we've got even, some people 
have even um, have even <laughs> I guess what in Minnesota they've actually uh, elected a, a a Muslim representative and uh, it's just mind-boggling to me how about this because actually they're talking about 9-11 and of course what she said Ilhar Omar or whatever actually said oh god I forgot to do that again hold on <laughs> it happens sometimes um yeah I forgot to turn the volume up on this okay so now so much for my professionalism here that's kind of funny anyway some people did something hear that yeah, got to recognize that some people, did something. some people did something. Her people, her religious fanatics, her people did something. She, and of course, she didn't mention who they were, what they did. It's like she was embarrassed to admit that that her friends, I guess, her religious followers, but fellow believers, actually killed almost 3,000 people, you know, in this country. Um, yeah, to me, it's just, wow. And we, and, and that's one thing that kind of gets me is, 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 uh, again, it's one of those things of infiltrating your enemy and getting them from within. And that's what she was working on. That's what they're working on is, is that when you pour in people like her into a certain town, and when you vote them in, they have power. Who would have thought that we'd have a Muslim extremist like Ilham Omar to say some people did something about 9-11 and she's still there? What kind of person, what kind of moron actually votes in somebody who hates America? Well, unfortunately, Biden's in there, but... Not legally, of course. In my personal opinion, he did not win. Trump did, but you know that's that's just what I think. Uh, but um, and, and it, it, oddly, after that, of course, Osama bin Laden, who I guess they figured out was the head of all this, um, they uh, <laughs> he became a a household name, which is oddly enough, everybody knew who he was, and it took. A lot of effort to find him and get him. Eventually, which I thought was interesting, um, he, uh, <laughs> he they found him. Uh, yes, it was under Obama's reign of terror, as I like to call it. But uh, Navy SEAL Team Six, I guess, allegedly found him um, in, in a, a spider hole or something, some hole in the ground. I don't know if it was just some hole that they dug or it was some kind of storage hole. I don't know. But anyway, they found him there and they, they got him. So, and, and of course, uh, Obide, oh, Biden, Obama, <laughs> Obama says, I got him. I, I killed him. It's like, no, dude, you didn't. Maybe seals did. The same thing would happen if somebody else was president or about only probably a lot sooner. And the crazy thing about all this is that of course, with everything else, conspiracies come out. Uh, there's been conspiracies that um, that actually the planes did not bring down the World Trade Centers, but actually uh, it was imploded. It was there was explosions that were set. You know, it was blamed. It was an inside job that actually Bush 
or maybe it wasn't his fault, but it was the inside job of the government. They said that there's another building right next to World Trade Center that wasn't even hit by a plane that still collapsed. Um, you know, and with the Pentagon, as I understand it, they were saying that they never did find find pieces of any kind of plane. Uh, there was no, there's no proof of a plane. I mean, of course, there was a explosions proof that were that were the damaged parts of the building, but. Um, yeah, there was just, I guess, that's as, as what I understand, no proof of a plane. And, of course, these people, um, I call them, I guess, far-right extremists. That's in my opinion. And they have these crazy ideas about what happened and why it happened. And, and some of it's just really insane. Uh, it, but, you know, anyway, it, uh, for now, though, what I'm going to do is, for the, those who lost their lives, innocent people who lost their lives, um, it's going to be given a moment of silence. So... Moment of silence in honor of all those innocent people that have lost their lives. Okay, anyway, so with that, um, so this again has been from a particular point of view. Uh, I am Dale. Again, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you know, um, response, questions, comments, whatever, watercoolercomments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com. Um, once again, um, uh, my sympathies toward the English people on the loss of Queen Elizabeth and my congratulations to the English people on getting a new king. I hope he's as cool, if not cooler, than his mom. And uh, to people in this country, um, again, uh, mourning the loss of, of, of 2,974 innocent people. And, uh, and my thoughts today are on the people of New York who were affected by that, the people of the Pentagon who were affected by that, and the people of Shakespeare, PA, who were affected by that. It's something I hope we never forget about, ever. Of course, I know probably some of us will, but that's just how it is. So anyway, uh, until next time, again, this is Dale. This is from a particular point of view. Uh, until next time, have a great day.